Like, people ask about him. I get DMs. It's like a whole thing. I bully him online. So, (laughs) 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 Mr. Joel, welcome back. How are you? Yes, I am doing great. Thanks for having me again. How are you doing? You know, it's, I don't even know what to tell you. I'm like giddy. I'm legit (laughs) giddy. I'm sitting here like, have Joel back. You guys are in for a treat. Uh, he was on season one and season two. He's an honorary guest now. At this point, <laughs> this point, there's like you have a plaque on the wall, even though I don't have walls to the studio yet. But you have a plaque. You'll have a plaque there. <laughs> That's perfect. I appreciate it. I'm honored and I'm excited. I'm really excited. Three is my lucky number. So being here for the third time, I'm really ecstatic for our conversation today. I'm 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 nervous. I'm nervous. And I don't say that very often. I don't. I'm like, where where are Joel and I going to travel to today? What is- I love it. <laughs> so tell us, just tell us a bit about yourself for those who may be listening for the very first time um, and they haven't gone back. I will I will link the other episodes in the bio um, so everybody can reference and just see the growth. But just tell everybody just a bit about yourself and what you do now. Like, what's, what's popping? What's popping? What you sure, doing? sure. Um, in a nutshell, you know, when most people ask me what I do, it's always complicated to explain. But um, at the end of the day, it's really just involving myself in, in coaching, right? Um, I, I have multiple partners in different businesses. So I do business coaching, essentially, with these partners. Um, so I just find the right people that are looking at starting a business. And then my, I guess you can say my value that I bring to the table is I coach them, bring the process together and uh, get them started with pretty much having a structure to start their businesses with. Um, So from the last time we've met, I've uh, opened another business um, in Phoenix, Arizona, um, looking at trying to do another one in Florida and potentially in Texas now. So we're, we're moving, we're growing and you predicted it. So I'm super pumped. <laughs> A lot of great stuff going on right now. <laughs> Florida, you're going to be in Florida. Oh man. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. We're working on it right now. 
<laughs> my brother, Sergio, he's out in Orlando and I've been to Florida numerous times. Um, what I can tell you, my, my personal take opinion on it, um, from what I see from whenever I'm there, there's a lot of growth in different communities. Like when with housing, uh, there's a lot of people moving down there just because of the the cost of living is a bit lower than other states. I really think mm-hmm. if you're going to expand into Florida, it is a very good idea because it's just booming, booming, booming from what I see. Yeah, and especially right now with everything with the hurricane and stuff, it's like, you know, in, in my world, in the contracting and what we do, it's, it's definitely going to be popular over there for us. But you know, at the end of the day, it was an opportunity geographically. So that's mm-hmm. why we're, we're thinking about Florida. So we'll see. Hopefully in the next six months to a year. That's the plan. I'm excited. Then maybe I can meet you in Florida. <laughs> Shoot, boy. I know, right? <laughs> Are you down there? I'm coming. I'm coming. Yeah, yeah. Coming. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. How far is that from Canada, from where you're at? From Toronto, Florida is like a sweet spot. It's about two and a half hours. It's a sweet spot for me. Okay. I can round trip it there for like 400. Um, that's why I go frequently there just because it's it's close enough for me to be far enough from the cold and feel like I'm in DR, but mm-hmm. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, that's know. awesome. I will definitely let you know. <laughs> please do. Please do. We're going to Florida, y'all. So, you know, maybe I can. It's so funny because whenever you're somewhere, I'm there before or after you we're never there at the same oh, time yeah. it's like we miss each other by like <laughs> by days it's crazy yep. i hope we can meet one day so okay so we have basically six six in the books um did you ever imagine yourself being here like when you were a kid you know, honestly, no. <laughs> uh, I, I I thought I was gonna be in the music. Honestly, I, I thought we were gonna be musicians. Uh, it runs in the family, and uh, that didn't happen. And I, I just kept saying when I was younger. I do remember um, when I would sign a piece of paperwork or my homework. I would always tell my teachers, "Hey, just so you know, you need to save this signature because I'm gonna be famous one day." So I always knew I wanted to do big things. I just didn't know what and how that would be. Um, but now that I'm on the path that I'm on now, like in the future, I know that this is going to be able to be scalable and do something bigger, um, which, you know, you and I have discussed before in the past. Um, so I definitely have big plans for, for future stuff, of course. And, um, these are just the the means to an end to get towards those goals. I would say I, my name was going to be up in lights. So <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know with what. I'd be like, but my name belongs in lights, you know, because my grandmother told me that she'd like to see my name on an office one day. And I was like, girl, I don't know about them offices. (laughs) Oh, well, I I think you're definitely going to be in a lot of lights. So that's going to be awesome. (laughs) No, this is exciting. What has been from the last time we spoke, which was season two, I feel like a thousand years has passed by. Fuck. But. Oh, I, know. I, I drop F-bombs on here now because it belongs solely to me. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's serious. I'm like, oh, can I? Oh, yes, you can. So it belongs to you, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that for sure. No, that's awesome. <laughs> I can do it. I can drop an F-bomb here and there. But what has been, so 
global pandemic happened. I don't like talking about it, but I'll dive into it with you. What was kind of your your take on everything that happened in the world and how did, did how did it impact you? Oof, that's an awesome question, actually. Um, you know, do you want to start with like COVID, like when COVID started and everything yeah, else? From I feel up? like we were all on the hot. Yeah. Well, at least I was like, you know, I was doing the thing, you know, I was getting corporate gigs, everything. But then I just decided to like, you know, start my whole life over during a global pandemic. But what what was your take on it from the mm, beginning? I thought it was yeah. going to be 15 days long, boy. <laughs> so oh my god so did i honestly like i was like ah like i'm one of those guys that i'm just like eh, it'll pass it's all good you know I'll throw some windex on it or whatever right like from that movie but um you know the the reality is is <laughs> you I know you when COVID happened, <laughs> i got a little bottle next to me i just carry it with me <laughs> but uh oh man so the the reality is is with covid it it really did make a turn for us um we had to redo a lot of things restructure life right um at, at some point I, I didn't believe it then i got to a point i was like oh goodness like i kind of got paranoid i was like i have a lot of people that are involved in my life that i have to take care of so i'm kind of <laughs> nervous i don't know what's going on i don't know what the trajectory is going to be um but at the end of the day, you know, one thing that I always say is as long as you have faith, everything's going to be great, right? You have to have faith no matter what. And when we started restructuring the businesses, if, if I can build some value for your audiences, if they're entrepreneurs or anything like that, we had to restructure. We downsized and um, we went into proactive mode. And when we started planning A, B, C, and D scenarios, it actually helped us become more profitable. It helped us to become more, I guess you can say, looking at the fine details, more precision um, to take care of those that we wanted to take care of in terms of employees. Um, so it actually gave us a whole different perspective and made us realize like we need to tighten up. We were losing money before the pandemic. And with the pandemic, we made money, which was very odd. Um, and that's because of the restructuring. So um, now that everything's gone, same thing. We're going through a recession right now, right? Uh, that's a big concern. And with the recession right now, a lot of people are saying, hey, like, what are you going to do with the recession? Is the recession bothering you? Are you guys being affected? And that's the one thing that we're trying to talk and teach people is the fact that, like, listen, this is the time. It's the winter season, right? Like, in the winter is when you actually execute. Not when everybody's thriving. It's when it's down, that's when you execute, whether it's, you know, trying to start a business, uh, restructure a business. I'm actually taking advantage of it right now. I'm like, hey, I'm going to let go of the guys that aren't performing properly. Like, these are the times that you make your changes and it makes you thrive because people will remember you um, during these slow times or these bad times. That's what makes these businesses come out of the woodworks, right? Um, so, you know, when I think about the people that, that listen to your podcast, right? Right now is the time. So I, I may be a shaker for some people, but I believe right now you got to go all in, period. All in. Well, that's just it, right? I feel like I remember finishing my two-year program in college back in 2009. What was it, 2009, 2008 stint? That recession? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well. Mm -hmm. 
I remember being in school and finishing. It was a two-year program, hospitality, tourism, leisure, administration. And I went to see my, my like, program coordinator. And I thought she was, like, phenomenal. Like, I still think she's, like, a fascinating woman. Like, first person I met with a PhD, like, super, super smart. And she looked at me and she goes, well, Hannah, you're going to, you're finished now. Chances are you're going to go to the workforce. You're not going to make it because you're a new hire. So they're going to let you go rope fast. You can, but she was truthful, right? And she Mm -hmm. goes, you can stay here and get your degree in business. And in four years when you're done, this would have blown over and you would have more, more tools in your toolbox. Um, so I, I also understand where you're coming from, where it's like you have to tighten up and clean up. But this is also a time to invest in yourself and in your education and things that will benefit you later on because everybody's saving. And that's cool. But mm-hmm. you need to invest in yourself as well for for when things become better. Right. You'll have all these skills mm-hmm. when the world like, you know, when whatever the else comes along our way. I don't know what to see next, but. <laughs> Oh, I know, right? <laughs> I don't know what So much going on. <laughs> so much happening. I swear. I was watching the Spanish news and they were like talking about the measles. And I'm like, ah, oh, the measles. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, the monkey pox, yes, doing that. And it's like, wow, this is too much. <laughs> I, I almost shut it off now. I'm like, uh, if I get what I get, it's it's it, it'll come when it comes, right? So try well, not to can- live in the scarcity you get it you get it i'm like okay we're my grandma my grandma is the funniest with she she doesn't call it covid she calls it la pandemia so (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah love it (laughs) yeah so she's like oh so and so got la pandemia i'm like and then i just look at my cousin like should we tell her it's covid no just (laughs) (laughs) she's happy with with that that's fine just let it be (laughs) absolutely But I really liked your intake <laughs> on it of, of kind kind of tightening up. And, you know, when when you get let go from something or something leaves your life, you you look at it as, oh, man, like at least before I would look at it like, why? Why is this happening to me? Why did I get let go? Or why is this ending? And now I look at it and it's like, wow, OK, so what's starting now? Mm-hmm. What's good now? What's going on now? You know, but that's kind of life right. teaching you. When was a time that maybe you felt like something got taken away from you unrightfully, right? Like an opportunity or anything like that. And and how did you deal with it in a sense? Like the young, the younger Joel, I always go back there because I think you're such a rock star now that I'm like, what, what, what wrong can he do right now? <laughs> oh, plenty. I'm sure. Um, the younger Joel. Oh my gosh. So uh, that's a tough one. And the reason why I say that is because it, it does hit home. <laughs> um, I, I would say it was a time that, well, there's a couple, there's two times I'll go back. And this is what's beautiful about the work that we do, right? Um, I used to run. I was I was really big into running. And I was 16 years old. I ended up getting diagnosed with bursitis in the hip. Um, it's like a form of arthritis where you've got like inflammation. But um, I had an injury running cross country. And I was actually literally like the fastest kid on the team. <laughs> And um, I was already getting like people looking at me through Penn State University. Um, and I was just super pumped. I'm like, I'm going to get a full ride. Um, I'm going to be the first one in my family to go to college because my dad was really big about pushing education, right? And 
I felt like that got ripped away from me in terms of an opportunity. So um, the younger me kind of unspiraled and uh, blamed the world that kind of victimized myself, never ran again. Um, and then just kind of was just like, you know, boohoo me <laughs> all the time. Like, oh, I used to be this. I used to be that. I could have done this. And I lived in this this world of the past, which I think some of us do naturally um, because we've achieved so many things. And then we blame the outside sources of why we can't achieve these opportunities now. So it's something that we do as a automatic, I guess, defense mechanism. And, you know, I'm speaking in terms of a way that my therapist has helped me work through this. Um, So that was like one of the biggest opportunities that I felt like was taken away from me. And when I I go back and look at that, I love it because it, it really forces me to understand how long it took me to get out of that, that past of feeling sorry for myself. Right. And then I think about it, like, what could I have done if I didn't stay there for so long? So kind of like previous, what we were talking about before we started recording, right? Like, let's go, right. Let's take action. So it actually helped me shift into this new mentality. I don't want to think about these things. I want to take action. And then I'll build from that as I took the action. If that makes sense. That was a bar. That was like a whole bar. Like I'm sitting here. <laughs> it's a whole bar. I, I will oh, I will not get over the fact that I haven't met you in person. Like I think when I do, I'll cry. <laughs> I will probably cry. I, I'll talk. I'll talk. Like I'm just sitting here like, oh, that was so much. Go back and listen. Just scroll back. Scroll back and listen to that again and then come back to this moment. But it's true because we sit there and we, oh my God, I do it all the time. I do it all the time. I sit here and I think, you know, what could I have done? You know, in, in the more personal note, like how to make my marriage better. What could I have done to like salvage it? Like I've, I'll sit here sometimes and like go into the rabbit hole and then come back out and say, well, no, you did everything. There's nothing you could have done mm. to make that better. So it, it mm. kind of, but it takes, it takes that muscle, right? You have to, you have to flex that muscle and work that muscle to be able to pull yourself out of it. You know, I had an interview a couple of weeks ago and I asked somebody this question and and he had told me I've, he's never been asked this. So I'm going to ask you, what do you do when you're in a funk? How do you pull yourself out of a funk? Mm, that's a great question. Um, I actually call it, it's kind of like the, you know how when people say they have bad days? Mm. I say I have bad moments. So it's it's something that I've, I've programmed to realize that I'm in the middle of, right? So if I'm in a funk or if I'm feeling some type of way, and this is great because this happened just like a week or two ago. Um, I was feeling on top of the world. I'm like, oh yeah, this is great. And all these things started like tumbling down on me all at once, right? Because like when you're running multiple businesses now and you have multiple people that you're actually in charge of, right? You, you tend to get more bad news multiple times at once, right? Like it's multiplied by X, Y, Z, right? So if you have six, well, guess what? You just multiplied your problem by six, right? So I I look at it as, oh my gosh, like I feel this way. I don't want to stay like this all day. So I call it interruptions. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this before in the past with us um, recording before. Um, I used to have a dojo in Arizona when I was younger. And um, that was one of my first businesses. And while we're fighting, we always talk about breaking the interruption. So I equate that to life. So breaking the interruption is this, 
when a guy builds a rhythm or a gal, right? When they're fighting, they build the rhythm, they end up whooping you, right? They start like pretty much getting such a great rhythm that they end up winning the fight because of the rhythm. So when you interrupt the rhythm, now it takes a different course of action, right? So the same thing, if you interrupt that funk, whatever it is, you need to identify that funk. So if I go, okay, let me sit back. Let me look at a helicopter view. What just happened today, right? So part of our coaching as well, we talk about goal set and review. The reason why I do goal set and review every single day, the review part allows me to identify the problem. And when I identify the problem and it's clear to me, I can fix that funk because not most of the times you'll actually go, oh my gosh, it's because I slipped and fell while I was walking down the stairs and that put me in a bad mood, right? But unless you thought back into that action and that scene of what happened, you can't correct it or interrupt it because you're not reviewing it. Does that make sense? So when you actually review the actions, it's what allows you to change so that you can get a better result. And I'm trying to articulate it so I, I, my brain starts to go all different places, but <laughs> I'm trying to articulate it to simplify like how I interrupt that funk, if that makes all sense for you. You lit up. Your brain turned on just now. Ooh, we're getting, <laughs> we're getting somewhere now. <laughs> you're peaking. You're peaking the brain. Yes. <laughs> now now I'm, I'm there, right? I'm there. I'm telling you. Somebody asked me the other day, what's the best thing I know how to do? And I said, it's talk to people. I swear to you, I don't know how to do anything else the way I know how to do this. Um, but it's just, it's one of those things, right? You, you stop the, I understood the rhythm part because it's like mm-hmm. me when I, when I'm in a good flow of work, I have the jams on, you know, I'm in like the eighties, nineties rap era. I have a good flow. And then somebody comes ask you a question and you're like, mm. don't you just see me? <laughs> I'm doing the thing right now. I'm doing the thing. Don't interrupt me. So, but the thing is, is answering that and then going back into your rhythm and that takes skill. That takes mm-hmm. skill. How, how's your stress level now with all these businesses? Like, <laughs> you know, it, it, believe it or not, it's the opposite of what I felt like three years ago. Um, and I think it's because the, the reality is I have great people around me. Um, you know, there's a book called Good to Great. And it always talks about getting the A plus players. So, you know, my business partners, they're just awesome people. They're great people. They're individuals that I, I, I chose on purpose, or I can, I guess you can say they chose me essentially, because I, I believe in that, right? Like, you know, being surrounded by me, but at the end of the day, they're just great people. And all they need to do is learn specific skill sets. Um, so these last years, since I've been mentoring with my other partner, um, that I mentioned before in the first season is, you know, I've been working with him for 11 years. So he's just been embedding in me time management, good habits, right? Skill sets every day for the last 11 years. That's all he keeps talking to me is you've got to create these skill sets. And that's what creates your superpowers, right? So when you get really good at time management, you really should de-stress no matter how much is on your plate, right? And that's kind of where that funk is. When you see it on paper, you just reestablish your, your time management, right? Maybe you put too much on your plate and then you delegate it and then you feel better again. So I believe it or not, I, I'm feeling amazing. <laughs> I'm having a great team and it's just making life so much easier and a lot more clearer. So I'm very blessed. 
I'm happy that you're at that point. I Thank am. You. I Thank am you. because that's a sign <laughs> of a great leader. It's it's a leader versus a bot, at least in my, you know, little tiny book over here in Toronto. But it's it's one of those <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a small fry, I'm small fry. But you know, it's one of those things you you can either want to control everything and and want to be have your hands in every I call it like your spoon in every pot. Or you mm-hmm. could just leave these people to buy their own spoons and stir their own pots and, you know, let them do their thing. Because you, you're you more free flow that way. Like you, you're more, cre- at least I'm more creative when I'm not being micromanaged. Tell you that much. Um, oh, absolutely. <laughs> nobody was trying to do that anymore. After we were all locked inside for two years? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't you learn from COVID? Or no, <laughs> la pandemia? <laughs> Oh my god, my god! Oh my god! I got to spend two months, like two full months, with my grandma. I usually, I typically get her in the summers, and because uh, of COVID and whatever, so she came, and I hadn't realized how non-spoiled I've been for the last two years until she came here. <laughs> I'm literally like in the scums, like I'm in the slums right now. Like she would float do my laundry, fold it for you. She makes me treats. Like, Oh, yeah. It's the whole thing. Like, I'd come home from work. Like, you know, I'm just like, can you? I asked her, I'm like, do you want to stay with me? <laughs> I swear, <laughs> I'll get a bigger apartment. I will. <laughs> abuela, abuela. Yeah, Please. for sure. <laughs> Please. Aww. I understand, you know, but I get it. She has her life and. Her other kids need her too. I can't hog her. Um, but it was so nice. It was so nice to have her around. It was so nice. She, I'm like, I hope I see you next year. She goes, what if I die? I'm like, oh my God, are we going here again? Oh. I know. But she's yeah, 87, right? <laughs> I know. She's 87. Wow. So yeah. Yeah. But dude, she, you and I, we're, we're small time compared to her. Small oh, time. no. Yeah, for sure. She wakes yeah, up yeah. at 4 a.m. Oh, Four God years. bless her. <laughs> I'm like, I woke up one day at like five to go to the gym and she's up and I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm praying and meditating and my books. And I'm like, yeah. you don't want to do that at 9 a.m.? No, then my whole day's gone. I'm like, facts. That, that's wow. the longevity right there. Yeah, absolutely. That's how they, that's how they do it. Speaking of longevity, what do you, let's, let's talk it to <laughs> You're good. You're good. <laughs> Who me? I'm a small fry. Yeah. I'm a small fry. You know, I listen. You just I gotta listen it. Back to like our other interviews to see how I've improved with you. Because I feel like you're you're I think you're brilliant, right? And I don't say that very often, but like I think you're so smart. So for me to actually be able to talk to you, I'm like, oh my god, maybe I'm smart too. Um <laughs> But it's true. Longevity to me is is what sets you apart, right? It's doing doing something so simple, but doing it exceptionally well. That's what makes you last in, in business in, in any sense. What do you feel longevity is for you in all your businesses? Like, what's that one? To me, longevity is consistency. Like, it's me being consistent with my craft and, you know, trying to perfect it the best way I can for the day I get handed a big mic for a big stage. I'm ready, right? Um, mm mm-hmm. Well, what is that for you? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, longevity in the business is getting rid of greed. Um, and the reason why I say getting rid of greed is I, I see this often. Say it again. 
Say it again. Getting rid of greed. <laughs> yeah. You know, what happens is I think the demise of these businesses is when the owner or owners, right, get too greedy. And what happens is they forget the whole purpose of why they even did it. Um, you know, I, I'm in, I have a couple painting companies right now. There's nothing about painting that I like, to be honest with you. And the funny part is, is what I like about the painting, it gives me the opportunity to coach the people. Right. So that's what I love about the business is that I get to touch multiple people face to face. Right. And the longevity behind that is a, I provide um, a good platform for them to grow their families. Um, mainly because most of them are Hispanic, but some of them don't speak English. So I, I take pride in that, right? Like out here in California. Um, to provide a platform for that. But the longevity on that, when I say take the greed out, right, I'm looking for partners that are saying, hey, Joel, like when when I open another business, I'm not immediately like, oh, I need to get paid X, Y, Z already. I understand it's a long-term goal. I need to set them up for success because automatically I, I will be successful, right? It's the people that try to go in those buckets and those pockets and say, no, 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 no. I need to pay me first, right? But yet they have the people and the boots on the ground in different states doing the work for them. And then they're not seeing the reward, right? So it's like, what's the point of doing business? At the end of the day, if you're going to do a business, you have to have purpose, right? Regardless if you're in love with what you're doing in terms of the business itself, what's the purpose behind it, right? It could be, hey, it, it, it provides me income to help my family out, whatever the case may be. Just don't be greedy. And the moment greed comes in, I'm telling you, you start to lose great people. And when you lose great people, you're going to lose your business at some point, or you're going to restructure, you're going to sell it. And then there's no longevity, right? You have to start all over again. So that would be my plan is to constantly remind people, don't be greedy. Allow them to see the vision, remind them of the vision, and make sure that everybody keeps seeing success. Because in results, it's the same thing we talk about our employees. We say, hey, we take care of our employees because our employees will take care of our customers. We do things opposite. We don't go right about the customer. It's about the employee. Because if you take good care of them, they automatically will take care of your customers. So we have a little bit of a different principle than most businesses. But that, that would be my long explanation of greed and longevity for you. Well, no, I, I, I understand the greed part. And then I, I kind of want to add, sometimes it's like they want to, I see it, I see it on my end, right? Like I get, mm -hmm. oh, Hannah, I want to be on stage or I, I want to be a speaker or I want to have a podcast, but they're not humble. Okay, there's mm -hmm. no, there's no, you know, it's like they want it now. Like they want to be on stage now. And I, I had to like sit, sit one of these little girls down the other day and I said, you know, okay, you want to be on stage. and you want to start speaking and you want to do the thing. I'm like, but what are you doing for them? Have you gone out mm. to their events? Have you reposted? Have you had a genuine conversation with them on DM? Have you helped them out in any way, shape or form? No, no, mm -hmm. no. Well, then you can't have your hands <laughs> out asking for anything. Absolutely. You got to sit there and really be of service to the people that you want to work with. And then in return, they'll be like, okay, you know, I said, like, they, oh, Hannah, I want to speak at your next event. Okay, cool. But I didn't see you out at my event. I didn't see you repost anything. You never talked mm. to me. 
You never talk to me. Like, ever. Ever. Like, not. Just calling not them out. <laughs> oh my God. I did. I have. <laughs> I, I did because you know what? It's, I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, you can come mm-hmm. at me like this. Who cares? I'm like, you know, I'm nobody in a sense because I, I don't feel like I'm important. I'm just doing a thing. But if you can't go like this to the other people, are you crazy? Absolutely. Like, you know, so I hope I'm like, I told him, like, I hope you take this as a lesson. I said, absolutely. You and I will collaborate in the future. And whenever I say that, I mean it. I said, you, you're dope. I like how you present yourself. I like what you have to say. But you got to learn some little bit, you know, a little bit. Oh, absolutely. A little thing how to approach people because then it's not going to work. And yeah, she thanked me for it. She thanked me for it. And I will. I will put it on stage. I will. Um, good. But I'm I'm not like that. You know, I said I will. I'm like when I see an opening somewhere where I could take you anywhere with me, I will. But you're you have to you have to work too, right? You have, right. To, work, you have to do the thing. So I, I think it's important, and I like that you're putting your customers first. And I think painting is a phenomenal industry. We've discussed this. I think it's great. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> paint and a brush and good skill. That's it. Well, absolutely, absolutely. I know there's more to it, but. You know, it's, I, I feel like it's, it's an interesting industry, uh, the construction industry alone, all, all the trades. All oh, the yeah. <laughs> that, that's a whole nother conversation. I could we go have a, I, days about stories. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys can't go in until the, the floors are in sometimes or the plumber's mm-hmm. done. And it's like, you're, you're one of the last people that touched the house. I feel. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, so you have to wait. You should be, at least. <laughs> I would hope so. I would hope so if everybody else does their job. Right. If everybody else does their job. Yes, I I have been around the tradesmen for a while. <laughs> Not yet, I, you can tell. <laughs> I know, I, I would hear the complaint, right? Oh, well, the plumbers, oh, the, the framers aren't done, the roofers aren't done, it rained. It, I, I hear it all. I hear it all. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. But when it's piecework, you have to finish. That's the problem. Oh, yep. Look at you. I'm going to hire you. Hey, listen. Come on down. Come on down. I can make a move. I can make a move real quick. I'm like, listen, let's there go. There you go. Why? What's wrong with these lines? What's, what's wrong with them? You know, sometimes you, I can always tell like a bad paint job. Do you know this? I can go into a place. I see it. <laughs> The little, the, oh, the chivitos at the top, right? When they touch the roof, when they touch the, the ceiling yeah. just a bit. And you see like the little things or, or when they roll, but they don't roll evenly. And then when the sun is hitting the wall, you see the stroke. Ugh, I'm, I'm a monster. I'm a monster. <laughs> when it oh, that's <laughs> awesome. You could be a production manager. <laughs> I, I've worked in production for a very long time. I'm annoying. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm annoying when it comes. Like That's it. my background. That's my background. But no, oh, we could probably banter. We could banter forever and ever. Talk to me about this weight loss challenge that you're doing. What's going on? How, can I join? I'm yeah. like 500 pounds. Let's go. Let's do it. That's that's why I said like check out the Insta stories, right? Because uh, it's I get people always asking me questions, and I'm like, I need to start documenting. You know, it's like. 
I only post certain things, whether it's like a, a quote or something like that, but I really need a document so they could see my, my day to day. Right. But, um, it's a, it's a self challenge, I guess. Um, my biggest thing is, uh, I, I I've always cycled up and down since I was like 24 when I got diagnosed with a thyroid problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could put on weight fast and I can lose weight. Right. So, um, but this time I'm getting older, right? Like I'm, I'm going to be 38 in December and, uh, You're the way is not as easy. That out loud? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the metabolism slowing down. So I gotta, I gotta be careful now. And, um, you know, I got sick the other month as well. So I'm mm-hmm. talking about that in my, in my little weight, little journey, you know, I had Hashimoto's that got reversed, which is great. Um, but then I got, I ended up getting colitis, which is like a bacteria from either food or something. And, um, it was like an inflammation in my large intestines. So mm-hmm. that was kind of scary. And mm-hmm. I have a tendency of just, you know, I get busy doing what I have to do and not holding myself accountable on my health. Right. And it's the, the most important thing for you. So this challenge for me right now um, that I've started is if I'm going to coach you and hold you accountable, I need to do the same for myself. So really it's a, it's a call out of myself to everybody else. And then to show them what hard work is going to look like on the physical side. So I want to show them like, Hey, I got this small window. I'm going to work my butt off and I want you guys to see it. And if anybody wants to enjoy it, like please hop on the Insta stories, check it out, see it. Um, I'm going to start getting some more motivational things put on there and uh, some health tips that I can give, whether it's fitness or, um, you know, food related. Uh, it's it's something that I'm really looking to do. So I already started today it was my first day. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I went for a nice 30 minute run and um, just not making excuses, just going to get it and work hard. That's all. I'm so excited for you. I, I, I'm trying. I say trying because I'm trying to get into the rhythm of working out again. I I get it and then it goes away. Like I mm-hmm. can't keep it consistent. So I start with I work out once a week, then twice a week. Right now I'm at, at three days. Until Good. I can build myself up until five days again. Um yeah, so I, I've been doing that, but it's it's hard. I I wake up at five AM. And, you know, it's still 11 o'clock and I'm still going. Right. So it's like, oh, yeah. it, you know, it, it's taxing on you too, but you feel better. I find when I work out, it stops you overthinking on the spot. Oh, yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah. That's, it's, it's just going to bring more clarity to you, of course. And, um, you know, that's awesome, though, that you're saying you're, you know, doing one, the two, <clears throat> excuse me, and then the three, right? It's it, a little bit of something's better than nothing. So just keep, staying consistent that's all you can do that's pretty much it i haven't gotten like ill or anything like that thank god um but it hurts to move <laughs> look it hurts to move shoot <laughs> boy i'm sitting here i've been i've been i have like 800 side gigs that i don't talk about but i do i have a lot of side gigs and one of them is bartending and when i'm done my bartending shift omg i feel it in my hip like you do not understand. It was like I came home last Saturday, like around 2 a.m. And I was limping outside because it was that bad. And I'm like, okay, Hannah, you need to go to the gym tomorrow to like hash this out kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know it's funny. You didn't picture me as a 
That's That's awesome, though. I I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I bartend. um, I serve. I wedding coordinate. So, yeah, it's kind of my... Because remember, I studied hospitality. So, And I I was fortunate enough to work for Hilton for seven years in my 20s. So I've seen it all. In the events world, I've done a lot. That's where my detail came from. That's where it started. That's awesome. Yeah, it's 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 fun. It's fun. I I kind of I have really good friends uh that have staffing agencies now. Um another one owns like a wedding coordinating like she's a wedding planner period. That's her bread and butter. So whenever things get a little hectic, they give me a call. And I show up, I do my thing and I go home. There you go. <laughs> I like it. It's fun. That's it's awesome. fun. I have fun. It's considered good. fun for me. It's not work. That's that's strictly fun. That's fun. Because right, right. it's not like corporate world or like, you know, our like brand or your business and stuff like that. Like you're always, I'm always on. I'm always thinking, okay, the next move, I got to answer this email. I got to do this. I got to, over there you go, do your thing. Party's done at 2 a.m. That's it. Go home. You're done. <laughs> it's finished. Yeah. And you had yeah. a good time. Absolutely. Yeah. I had fun. I Absolutely. Had it's one of those things. I have to ask you, do you have any huh? questions for me? Is there anything you want to ask me or did I feel like? I feel like I can keep you on here for like an hour, but I don't, <laughs> I do, but I don't, I'm like, I'm conflicted right now. Um, no, it's, what do you all, think? it's all good. So that's great. I, I, all I do is question things all day. So I could definitely ask you some questions, right? So, you know what you were saying earlier? Um, I love what you were saying in terms of, you know, how they were talking about getting on stage, right? You know, you seem to be a person of service, which I love about you, right? So it's awesome that you are a person of service because that's going to take you very far, right? So when you hear that, I'm, I'm going to take the mic right now, I guess. Ooh, I like this. All right. So when you hear a place of service, like where do you think you got that from? Like what made you be so just out there to help people and give them a, a helping hand? Like kind of go to your younger self, right? And I want to challenge you on that. So what drives you to be such of service how are you gonna make me tear up on a first question that's it you're not that's it i'm handing the mic give me back the mic give it back. I, I told you i'm gonna be your co-host so this is a good intro for us and we can let your audience tell us fine you know what i'm a person of service because i didn't have anybody doing that for me mm. so i do it for others because i understand what it's like to Aside from my mom, um, who's like my rock and everything, I really did have to figure a lot of things out on my own. So, you know, she tried her best and she did the best that she could. But there's so many times that I had to like, you know, figure it out on my own. I went to college. I didn't even know. I didn't even know how to get to school. Like I had never been downtown, you know, so I had to like take out a map map up the bus routes, figure it out. You know, when I was like dad broke in college, I had to go to the finance office and be like, okay, yo, I just pay tuition and I have $10. What can you guys mm. do for me? Um, You know, and they did and they helped me out, but I, I always have to figure things out on my own. And in return, I'm a person of service because I know what it feels like not to be supported when you want to do something. Wow. So that's yes, why I do yes. it. So then when somebody comes to me on like a non-humble, like, you know, sometimes I feel like people try to like downplay me or 
And I'm just like, no, 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 no. I've gotten as far as I've gone because when you serve others, A, that's like God's work. And B, you've put yourself in a position to learn as well. Mm. You're, you're learning, right? As you're serving, as you're helping yep. others, you're learning. You know, my friends that own businesses, they don't call me because I'm cute to come out and work what? out of hybrid. <laughs> you know, they don't. I'm like, well, you, you, are you calling? you're not calling me because I'm cute and I look be good behind the bar. No, they're calling me because I put in the work. Right. And and I know how to do the things that I do, but I've learned that because I put myself in a position to help others and to help others because I haven't been helped, but to also learn for the next challenge and, and the next thing that I'm going to do in my life. I Everything is a learning opportunity. I think I answered that right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That, that's, that's well said. Absolutely. That, that is uh it's a one thing is like being a, a place of service, right? Like that, the way you described it and the why that's perfect. So my next question that leads me to believe, right, is what made you start your podcast? Ah, oh, that was simple. Everybody asked me for one. <laughs> like, it was crazy. <laughs> I kid you not. So I started my, my Instagram four years ago. I don't think, I don't mm-hmm. think you and I met a little bit after. I think you and I met. Yes. Yeah, when I had the show, I already had my show. So you, you probably stumbled across me. I opened my page four years ago in a March, and I started my podcast a year later. So we probably okay. met along, along the time, you know, when my first few episodes were dropping. So that would have been March, April, three years ago, and it was I have I told you so, my brother in. Orlando uh, got himself in a little bit of trouble and he ended up uh, being incarcerated for a few months and it was a really stressful time for me and I was when I'm telling you stressed it it probably you know now that I look back it probably it it doesn't amount to the stress I've been through in the last two and a half years but you know it was it was a pretty high point of stress for me because I couldn't tell my mom he was in jail Cause it would have freaked her out. And so we had to hide it and I would have to call him and do, and put her on the phone. And she thinks that she's talking to him while he's, it was just a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And she, she now knows whatever that he was there and, and whatnot, but I didn't know what to do. And I was scrolling on Instagram and I kept seeing all these like perfect posts, but these perfect people and their perfect families. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is not real. And I off air, you and I were talking about how I do stuff because I don't see anybody else doing it or I don't understand something. Yep. So it's, it's yep. one of the reasons why I start, you know, some people are like, I'm really passionate. I'm like, no, it's bothering me that I don't get it. Why don't I get it? Why can't I do that? And then I learn it. So I, I opened, I was sitting there on my bed and with my then partner. And I said, I'm going to open an Instagram page because of Cardi B, who's like my idol. Uh, she said, <laughs> Cardi B is my idol. You laugh. But that girl, oh, yeah, you could have sold us freaking extensions. She would become a billionaire yeah. selling us extensions. She could have done anything. And I said, if Cardi, Cardi B can have an Instagram, so can I. And I was sitting there on my bed. I'm like, advice from Hannah. And it just rolled off my tongue. Literally. Awesome. I put no thought into the name. 
And I opened the Instagram page and then I started following people. My page got hacked at like 90 followers. Like who the fuck does that? And then I had to start it again. And I just, I wanted to be Oprah. (laughs) I did. Yes. So uh, I started doing IG lives. I was fortunate enough to meet a really, really good friend, uh, Mr. Rodriguez, David, what up? And because I know he still listens to me because I see it, Oregon or Portland, Oregon listens to me. And I know that's his, that's where he's at. And I I went on his page and he has like a quote page or used to. I know he still has it, but he's more on the real estate uh, thing now, real estate investor now. And I said, hey, why don't we go on live? And he goes, I've never shown my face on my page. So what? How? <laughs> Boy, you got like 15K followers. Why don't you show your face? No, I, I don't want to show my face. David, you have to show your face. No, I don't want to show my face. I'm like, Yo, David, let's go. So anyways, he was my first live. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I got him to show his face. Wow. Yeah, I was like, come on. What's Look at, see, you have a gift of just getting people to open up and do stuff like that. That's awesome. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. David was fun. Uh, and then I just started doing lives. I would do lives on a weekly basis. And my... Online community was like, I missed a live. You should you should do a podcast, and then we could always listen to your interviews. And here we are, one hundred and fifty wow. plus episodes later, and that's that's how it started. They wanted to be able to listen to my interviews. Now I'm getting like, Hannah, we want to see you on TV, and I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Take me easy. Enjoy the podcast. That's all I can do right now. I can't. I just it's steps, it's levels, right? Um, hey, I, I, I look at it and I think uh, it would be great if you ended up uh, doing some of these videos, right? Like what if you can get your guest to, to video on YouTube and, and put your guest on that where you're, you're, you're showing the screens between you and your, your guests. That way you can watch the video or go on the uh, podcast. Soon, soon. I hope to be able Ooh. to do it soon. Um, it just, it'll take a lot more coordinating on my end, but I, I would love to do that. I think that would be great. Maybe, maybe when awesome. I become like a full-time media person, this might be a project I can, <laughs> I don't even know if full-time media person is a job, but I'll make it one soon. Um, oh yeah, you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll happen. But that's, that's kind of how I started in, in a nutshell. Now we're here. I really did. I really did. Like, you know, I didn't podcast for eight months. And I really felt that 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 was like a turning point for me because I was like, whether I drop this and never go back to it again or I come back to it. And I've been scared doing it ever since. Like, I'm like, every week, I'm like, oh, my God, I hope somebody listens to me, you know. And now I'm just like, okay, well, at least somebody listened to me this week. This is great. And I keep it moving. But it's just one of those things. It's been a I've been producing it now, the show, too. Right. So. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's a whole different ballgame. And I'm starting to like the back end of things a lot more than the front end of things so <laughs> you know me isn't that interesting <laughs> it is oh well i was... guess uh i would say my last question for you right because of time frame but um what is something that hmm, I'll, I'll leave you with one thing okay so I want to answer the same thing as I'm going to ask you. What's that? It's your show now. It's it. I, well, I, it's it's the it's the advice from Hannah and Joel show today. So we 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 co-host tonight for sure. Uh, 
you know, if there's one thing that, let's say you were listening, like you already know your audience, right? For the most part, you have people that already, you, you for the most part, know who's listening to you. Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of people obviously are reaching out and saying, hey, you know, that reached, that reached to me, that hit me good. If there's one thing that you could leave today, act as if this is my audience and it might be someone new. What would you leave today with? So if it's one last thing that you can leave on this podcast to, to leave as value or a gem for my audience, what would that be? Hmm. This is a good one. Cause I want to see, I want to say that it doesn't matter. Well, it does matter, but it shouldn't be your worst part of life. Isn't your full story. So if mm. you've gone through a rough period of your time of life and you want to do something extraordinary with that, you are allowed to. It was one of the biggest things in, in therapy that like it was like my like the light bulb business number six. You'll be easily nine, ten. Easily. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna write that down too. <laughs> nine, ten. Easily. I think uh actually I'm I'm at technically five right now. Just uh so I, I'm off a off of one right there, but I'm at five currently. Yeah. But um yeah, I could definitely see. I could definitely see that. I I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's that. Mm, I don't see anything else. <laughs> no. Well, we're documenting that. That's going to be on the podcast. I know. Mine is my it. voice is trying to freaking go because of Joelle making me cry. <laughs> but um, let's say we can't be co-hosts anymore. <laughs> You sure? I'm enjoying this. This is fun. I, I like this part, so that I, I don't mind coming as a co-host sometimes. <laughs> you know, it would be fun. Again, I'm gonna take folks. It. You know. Oh, know. absolutely. I think I think if uh, if you have another guest on, and there's a way to have all three of us on, that would be cool. I, I'd be down to ask some specific questions, and um, you know, go from there and and uh, see how it goes for sure. Let me know. This thing, like this app can have up to six. All right. I'm in. You already sold me. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think it'll be That's fun. It? Ever so often. <laughs> ever so often. Yeah, I absolutely. Narrate the, the convo. But yeah, that's, that's what you're going to do. The 10 and then the international. But like granted, the international houses and like the, like the Airbnb hosts and stuff like that. That's, that's one of them. So that'd be number six or seven. And then I feel like you'll talk. The more you travel, the more you'll people will come. Like things will just, because you're opening yourself up more, right? Right, right. Matthew. Absolutely. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I think it'll be fun. <laughs> I think it'll be fun. I have I'm... a 500 episode maximum for my show, by the way. So this needs to happen before okay. episode one. So I got what three hundred and fifty to go before it maxes out. So I will make sure to achieve those goals before then. I'm writing this down, just so you know. No, you so, should. Well, no. Well, three hundred and fifty yeah. weeks, right? Depending if I take a break yep. or not, I may. <clears throat> I may. I feel like I have a point to prove to myself right now, but um, this is just Hannah being Hannah. Mm-hmm. Well, you're giving me what three and a half years, maybe. I think that breaks down because there's 
yeah, I'll do the math. I won't, I won't take too much more of your time, but uh, well, I'll do the math. And... Know, but I, I have a goal. <laughs> well, you never know if I, if I get to do my goal, which is podcast, like drop an episode every day, 500 is not far. Right. Not far at, all. at all. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> what do you think of me doing a January challenge on the podcast? I think it would be great. It's uh, an accountability, right? So we all search it no matter what, even if we say it or not, deep down inside, we want it. Hmm. I'm playing with the idea of like doing like a, but in January, not like the first, maybe like the third week when it's like everybody's over it. Dying and down. you get your credit card statement <laughs> <Exactly>. from December. <laughs> yeah. You're like, eh, I'm over it right now. Let me just start over again. So yeah. No, yeah, I think that's a great thing to do. That'd be I great. think it's gonna be fun. Let's see if I if Hannah gets them the if I if I get the window so I can like tape them and bang them out. I think it'll be fun. All right. That'd be cool. Uh, I have to say bye to you. I'm sad. <laughs> it's all right. Hey, let's uh like I said, let's just do a call. You know, let's do a call and uh I think there's a lot more that uh that can turn into this. So uh, I'm super pumped. I'm excited. I know I I feel like I don't <laughs> I don't show I feel like I'm open online, but I I don't feel like I'm open, open. You feel me? Like that, I, there's still like yeah. things I don't talk about, but I talk about with like regular people, but I don't talk about it online. It's just how I am. It's just That's how okay. I am. I'm going to crack the code off air. It's all good. <laughs> Where can people find Watch. you? Where can they find you? Uh, you know, that's that's a great question. Uh, right now, you can find me on Instagram as uh, Joel Mercado Official. Uh, TikTok as Joel underscore Market, because Mercado means market. So I thought I'd kind of change that up a little bit. And then the last thing as a shameless plug um, I will be announcing my final program for the MVP, which means Maven program, uh, for my coaching. So uh, hopefully I'll have that website up soon. So I will share that with you later. There's no such thing as a shameless plug. I plug all the time. Listen to me here. Go to the website. Follow me on Instagram. All the time. God. <laughs> well, believe it or not, I'm kind of shy when it comes to stuff like that. Like you wouldn't believe it, but yeah, I, I, I get shy when it comes to stuff like that. So, well, but, I get uh, it. I, I'm excited. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I, greatness doesn't like to boast. I like to boast about those greatness. Yeah, they don't like to. They don't like to. It's just me. Me. I'm the. Like, listen to me here. I'm out here. Did you listen to me here? I'm on over here. <laughs> Oh, Hannah. Absolutely. You got to do it. You got to do it. It's like those kids in the hood. Remember when they used to hustle chocolates from you? Just ask you to buy chocolates continuously until you were like, Uh, okay, fine. Fine. I was the the quick one to be like, sorry, I can't help you. Oh, my God. No, I cave all the time now. No, no. I don't even answer the door now. I'm like, oh, sorry, buddy. Like, I feel too bad. I'll go broke. I I just can't. You're funny. You're funny. I do the darn girl guides cookies, man. Shoot. But <laughs> you don't have change for 20? No. So I really got to buy all three? Uh-huh. Like, fine. Just keep it. Just keep it. Just 20. Yeah. Come back. But anywho, thanks so much no. for stopping by and hanging out with me. Um, I hope you come back soon. 
I do. I do. Hey, I love this. Thank you so much. And, and you know, honestly, like, I appreciate you doing this and allowing me to have the platform to speak like this too. And it, I'm just completely honored. And thank you so much for being a friend too. You know, like oh, I know God. a lot of people probably don't see this, but like we're constantly messaging each other, supporting each other. And, and, you know, I, I just support everything you do. So I'm looking forward to the future. And I just want to bless you here right now. And just knowing that, Hey, you got big things coming for you. I'm super excited. Thank you for having me and God bless. Don't be- Stop making me cry on my show. Say you're not coming back. (laughs) (laughs) Say access denied next time. You're like, hi. I'm like, no. (laughs) Don't forget, I'm going to be interviewing you. So there might be some more crying. Oh, no, no more cracking. All you do is make you cry. That's it. It's an emotional mess. It's 33. It's because I'm turning 33 in a few weeks. That's the problem. It's a good number. That's a good number. I hope so, boy. Shoot. Tired. Yes. Tired. Mama's tired. No more. I don't want to learn no uh, more. I talk to God. You'll be good. No <laughs> <laughs> more lessons. I'm good. You want to give me six months of bliss? No? Okay. No. <laughs> As always, this is your favorite podcast from Hispanic Asian coming at you from Toronto. With Mr. Brown. Thank you for listening to the best week. Toodles. Toodles.